A good Erev Shabbos to everybody. Erev Shabbos HaGodlil, no less. Ah, over here in Eretz Yisrael, it's nearly Shabbos, another couple of hours. We're going to be eating in Yeshiva, all the Rebbeim together with the Talmidim, as we've done for many, many years. The Rebbetzin certainly like it, no question about that. I'll share with you a Dvartaya, a very special Dvartaya, straight out of a Sefer, a Sefer Limud, in Masech Techulin, Daf Tzadik Beis Amod Aleph, there's a Sefer called Teiras Chayim, a very, very important Sefer that's used in the Yeshivas. And he has a very, very long piece that discusses the concept of the Dalet Koisis, and the and at the end, he ties it in and he discusses a bit about Shabbos HaGodl. So, like I say, it's a very lengthy exposition. I'm only going to tell you parts of it, but the concept goes like this. We, say, we know that originally the Jewish people were supposed to be enslaved in Mitzrayim for 430 years. As it says in the end of Parshish Boy, Moshe B'nai Yisrael HaShayoshu. 430 years. How many years were they really, really enslaved? Really bad. So we know that Miriam is called Miriam because it was with her birth that the Jewish people, that, that began the period of time of Vayimoru was Chayeyim. That started at the time of Miriam's birth. So it comes out of so that for 86 years they were being enslaved badly. Now, if you make a quick calculation, 86 times 5 is 430. <clears throat> so that means that the Jewish people were okay, forgiven, or maybe HaKadosh Baruch was willing to forego four-fifths of the Shibud instead of 430, 86. Pay attention to the fact that 86 is Gematri Elikim, and Elikim is the name of Midas Hadid. So it was really supposed to be like five Elikims, but instead it's only one Elikim. Also pay attention to the fact that the word Kois is 86, which is also Gematri Elikim. So it comes out that they were forgiven for four Koises. 486s. So that's why he explains, that's why we drink four kaisis. In other words, for the regular time that we give, we say that it's connected the four lashainas of Gula. There's a little difficulty with that because it's really four lashainas that represent the same thing. So why do we need to drink four kaisis? But this way, he claims. Each one is representing another Yeshua. Well, it's a Yeshua of 86 years, and another 86 years, and another 86 years, and another 86 years. And that's why he explains why Rashi says in one place in Besat Psochim that it wasn't Kadega de Loshena Sagula, the four curses, rather because when Yosef had a dream, excuse me, when Yosef interpreted the dream of the Saramashkin, so it says over there four times kois. 
Why does it say four times Kois? Well, it says four times 86. Because Yosef was being informed through this dream of the Saramashkim that the day will come that the Jewish people are going to be forgiven for, and they will not have to work the entire 430 years, rather only 86 years. He goes on to explain a very interesting thing. So we know that the Mitzvah came to Yosef and they said, Yosef, you know, you, we, have, we have no bread. Please uh, buy us and, you know, give us, give us grain. And Yosef only was willing to take a fifth. A fifth. Why a fifth? So the Tzayus Chaim says, because this way, the way he was Mavatra on four-fifths, that would be a reason that HaKadosh Baruch Hu inevitably would be Mavatra, would give up on four-fifths as well. Very fascinating uh, piece, rubbish uh, basic. So he goes on to conclude, he says, how did the Jewish people, how were the Jewish people fortunate enough to be able to have this set of, of four-fifths Aside from what I just told you, that Yosef being, that he had forfeited four-fifths when he took care of the mitzvah, but he says another thing. He says that we know that the days of Shabbos HaGodl is, as the Shabbos HaGodl fell out that year, the way it does this year, that Shabbos was Yudisot. And on Yudisot, who gave the commandment that the Jewish people have to take the lamb and tie it to their bed. Now the Jewish, now we all know that the the lamb was the avodazora. The lamb was the avodazora of the mitzvah. So, and when they saw that the Jewish people were about to go and shech the lamb, they were nuts. Uh, and what what are the things you should know, by the way, about this whole Kobe Pesach business? Is that a bunch destroyed them because you know they they believed in the lamb and the tle, the tle is the mazel and the horoscope of the chodesh nisan, and during the strongest time of the tle of the lamb, in its month and on the fifteenth day when the moon is the strongest, the strength of the tle, that's when we shut it, and and the zayar kodesh says that that's the reason we have a mitzvah of etzem You're not allowed to break the bone of the Korban Pesach, to eat the marrow, right? So if they would have been able to break the bone, they would have eaten, they would have eaten the bones, right? They would have eaten the marrow. Why not? Sure, it's kochim, right? But because they couldn't break it, so it ended up on the floor, and they saw it in the street, and they saw their bones of the lambs, and they were so depressed. Wow, look what happened to, the, to their god. So it was really a terrible, terrible thing for them. So again, so the the, the big days of Shabbos HaGodl, as is given over, is the fact that they tied it to the bed, and the Mitzvim were helpless, they couldn't do anything. But the Yidin were very, very afraid. The Yidin were afraid that, you know, we're, we're, they're, they're, they're teasing the Mitzvim, and they're putting it right in their faces. And, you know, to go and tie the lab and to be telling people, you know, that they're going to be shechting the Korban Pesach. Now, how long did this go on for? This went on for four days. So each day, the Torah's Chaim claims, was a tremendous 
Mesir's Nefesh. Because every day, every single one of those days, the, the people, the Mitzvah, were asking them, right? And, and, and their, their, teeth, their teeth were chattering. They were so, they were so afraid. And, and nonetheless, they were able to stand and they had a moon and a Kodesh Baruch and, uh, you know, as we know, nothing happened. They couldn't do anything in the Mitzvah. And that's close to those four days. For each of those days, Kodesh Baruch was Michael, one of the portions of what Shibut Mitzrayim was supposed to be. And that's how we explain Shabbos HaGodl. And that's why there are four cases, because it's four, four, uh, four special, in other words, the Amuna that they showed in these four days, that is why the Jewish people merited that they were forgiven for four-fifths of the Shibud, of the being enslaved. So, anyway, so that's the way the Torah Chaim, one of the great Achreinim uh, that we have, and the Gemara again, the Masech Techulim, Dav Tzadik Beis, and Madalif, he explains. And bearing that in mind, you know, it's coming very close to another four or five days. I'll tell you, I'll, I'll end with a story that I heard this week from uh, a Rebbe of mine, the Rebbe that taught me how to be a Moyal of Yitzchok Lang was, is his name. And he told me that he was once traveling with Rebchatzka Labramsky many, many, many years ago. And they were driving through Ramallah. Ramallah, I don't think he means the Ramallah of the Palestinians. as a city, Ramallah. And when they came over there, they saw a lamb. A lamb. It was before Pesach. And they saw a lamb uh, run into the street. So Rebchatzka Labramsky said, quick, quick, quick. Write down the address over here of the house where the lamb came out, because in a few days we may we'll have to be makrikovet pesach. We're going to need to know where to get the lamb from. So you just see how his amuna was so stark, and we are all waiting. And it's a shame that Hakadosh should send us the opportunity that this year already we should be noichal shom. We should eat at Yerushalayim Rakodesh alazvochim alapsochim. All of the Jewish people together with Mashiach Tzidkeinu, Mheiro, Yameinu, Amen.